This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Shock the system. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special takeover edition of the BCP. Right now, you are listening to a cover of the theme Undisputed, of course, the Undisputed Era is themed by my good friends. And it lives in breeze. Check them out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. They have a great WWE cover playlist. Guys, as always, thank you for letting me use your tunage. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited to get into NXT TakeOver. I believe it's 30. This is a milestone. Johnny Gargano, I'm wearing the shirt right now. I believe his record 18th TakeOver event. I'm pumped for this one. You guys know I'm an NXT guy. I got the belt behind me. We got the Johnny emojis. We are ready to go, but right now we have an all-star stellar panel, and please welcome back to the show, D. Flav. You know him from Wrestling IQ 101 and the new Rap and Wrestle podcast, my good friend, Mr. Derek Gamble. Derek, what's up, bro? How are you? Yo, bro. I'm happy to be here. Always happy to work with you. You already know, man. Whatever you need, I'm always here for you. Dude, it's it's always a pleasure. I'm still trying to steal you from Andrew, man, but I, I can only do what I can, you know. But uh, always good to have you, man. Yeah, good to see you. That big smile. I love that uh, WIQ uh, 101 shirt. Tell everyone where they can get that real quick. Oh, you already know, man. You can go to tpublic.com backslash wrestling IQ 101. You can get this, rap and wrestle tees, all that shameless plugs in the words of my boy Rob. You already know. <laughs> you can have everything. You get a coffee mug, pillow, laptop case, whatever you want with our logo on it, man. That's right. I need a I need a D Flav sticker for back here in the new uh, the Bob Cave. But uh, Derek, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And please welcome to the show, making her debut from the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, a great show that I've been listening to. Uh, she absolutely kills it, and I'm so happy to welcome to the show, Miss Stephanie Lashawn Hardy. Steph, what's up? How are you? Hey, you're probably the first person who's ever said my full name. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing, right? It's okay. I'm not ashamed of it. You're just the first person who's ever done it. Hey, everyone. Hey, Derek. Hey, Rob. Thank you so much for bringing me on. I'm so glad to be here. No, it's great. You know, I'm so happy to have you have you on. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, I'm an NXT guy, so I'm so excited to talk about this card. Even though it's only really, what, five matches? Uh, and I believe that does include the uh, pre-show match. You guys will have to help me out with the lineup for that one. Um, mm-hmm. I have not had cable. I have not had internet. I just did a big move, so I literally got internet today. Just trying to catch up, trying mm-hmm. to catch up on the podcast, trying to catch up on the product, NXT. But you know, as they always say, the show must go on. And we are ready to go. So let's start, as always, with ladies first here. We are going to the women's NXT title match. And, of course, that is between Dakota Kai and Miss Io Shirai, one of my personal favorites. D-Flav, let's start with you. Your thoughts on this matchup and who's walking out the NXT women's champion? Oh, man. Now, let me tell you about this match. Number one, Dakota Kai, I love. I think she's amazing. Uh, I'm glad that she's getting the shine, you know, that that she deserves right now. Um, Io Shirai is an amazing talent. She uh, she just got the title. Uh, well, I believe she had one title defense uh, against uh, Tegan Knox. I want to say uh, she had. Um, but, you know, Io Shirai is not losing this title. She just got it. She's fresh in this. Um, it makes sense for her to have it. Dakota Kai... Um, 
you know, the, the one good thing that's going to come out of this is, like we just talked about, there's only five matches on this card. So you know what that means for Dakota? That means she gets more time. That means yep. she gets to show and actually put on a great match. Show people who don't probably, you know, who just getting used to that or watching NXT brand to say, hey, Dakota Kai is really a superstar for NXT. So that's the one positive out of it. But at the end of it, Io Shirai, she's walking away with the title. I love it, Flav. I completely 100% agree. Steph, I'm going to throw it to you next. But before I throw it to you, Steph, we have a surprise entrant here on the BCP making his way over. Ladies and gentlemen, the back attack is back, Jack. Uh, too generous. Here it is. I knocked in the back. Oh, don't hurt Becky. Oh, yeah, she, she's sassy, but leave My bad. Scoot John over here, sir. How are you, everybody? What's going on? Uh, the human wrestling encyclopedia himself and uh, the man who coined the phrase. The Bob Culture Podcast, the back tap. How are you, bro? For that. I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. I try to keep it professional here with my guests, man. I'm sorry. It's 810, bro. I know. I'm doing I'm very well. Yes, I know. I'm trying to you know. You're my I'm guy. Sure. You're to represent me, man. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's good to have you. I'm right just, here. It's all just, studio. All in. <laughs> but, uh, Steph, your thoughts on uh, Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai? Well, first of, first of all, I'd just love to say that I love how their names rhyme with each other. Um <laughs> I'm just corny like that. But um I think it's gonna be an amazing match. I think I've enjoyed Dakota Kai's um heel turn since it happened, even though it was kind of shocking out of nowhere. Um I've enjoyed it so far and I believe that she is the rightful person to have this opportunity to go for Io Shirai's title and I really feel like Io Shirai has been a great champion so far as well. I was really happy when she won um, against Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Now, what I will say this, though, like I'm a little bit worried because this past Wednesday, um, Raquel Gonzalez showed up. And she is always an X factor when it comes to Dakota Kai and her um, matches. It's like she's always going to assist with her just like Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Like that's just always going to happen. But I'm pretty sure that Io Shirai is going to come out on top because it's like Derek said, you know, she did just win it and she's not going to just lose it, you know, out of nowhere like that. So I predict that Io Shirai will win, but I also predict that um, Raquel Gonzalez is going to play a, a huge role in the match if she does come out there with Dakota Kai. Wow, Steph, strong debut by Stephanie over here. I agree with so many things that you say right now. And you bring up a good point about, you know, to Dakota Kai with the heel turn. Me personally, um, you know, I've had a lot of issues with some of these heel face roles. I feel a lot of them are reversed right now, but it's 2020. It's bizarre world. Um, I have been doing I have been doing a poll on Twitter. I put up Gargano today. Yes, he's my guy. We're Gargano guys here about whether he was better as a heel or face. You know, I, I have a whole rant I can get into. I won't. I'll spare you guys right now. Um, but I, I am going to do an episode about that. But you bring up a great point um, because if you think about it, Io Shirai was a heel, but she's just so over, and and we've been such big fans. And that transition she made uh, from coming out with like the little mask, and then coming out with like the killer music, the lights, like the colored hair, um, a different persona, just like a light switch. It was such a great change. But now she's just so over. I would consider her a face right now. Um, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Raquel, formerly Reyna, uh, so I'm excited to see her involved in this match. Um, as we always say here, I think the real winner is the fans, but I got to go with EO to retain here. No question. Vac, take us home on this one. 
First of all, I apologize for my tardiness. It's not accepted on the Bob Culture Podcast, and I should know by now. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I'm agreeing with all you guys. I think EO retains it. And uh, a year ago, it was so cool of her to like change up her persona and be the heel. And now she's a little bit more of that tweener. I like how, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mara was kind of referring to her as the Go-Go Yubari from Kill Bill, which I kind of see a little oh, bit. She's yeah. done a great job. I mean, she pulled off, I would say, an upset against Charlotte and Ray Ripley. She's done a good job with the title. And even though Ray Gonzalez is going to be like the diesel, as everyone always says, you know, it could be something where maybe she tries to interfere and accidentally cost Dakota Kai. And then what happens? Dakota Kai turns on Reyna, and Reyna snaps and decides, I'm going solo. I like, kind of like how Diesel did during that time. And maybe D, and then maybe Reyna goes after her herself. Who's to say? I could be the next challenger on there. Because they're obviously building Randy Gonzalez up as this monster. Hate to get ahead of this match. But, look, I like Dakota Kai. I like her ever since the original Mae Young Classic. But, no, Reina, or not Reina, um, Io Shirai is just doing really well right now. She deserves a little off this belt. I'm going to go uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, I think it's uh, that's a consensus right there. Safe pick. That's why you guys are here. And a really great job on that first match. Now let's throw it to a match I have kind of very mixed feelings on. Uh, it's Pat McAfee. I said that correctly. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> in this match, I don't know how I feel about this. Nothing against Pat McAfee. Uh, I think he's great on commentary. I know he always gets a lot of hate. Nothing against him. I think he's funny. I think he's got a good personality. Uh, very accomplished. What a resume. I don't think he's a wrestler, though. And if he's going to do this whole thing, I see him. And this is no disrespect to anybody. I see him going up against the likes of um, a Mojo Raleigh or something like that. Like, I don't think this is Adam Cole's, like, next plateau. I don't really get this. A lot of people were saying after that feud with the Dream that he would get called up. Um, I'm glad he's still on NXT, but I didn't see his next feud being with the likes of Pat McAfee. I don't know what Pat can bring to the ring. We've seen him cut some okay promos. But I'm not excited for this one. Cole is just uh, top tier, arguably one of the best in the world right now. Um, Takeovers always brings it. I'm sure they're going to pull out some tricks and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling this one. I would be very upset if Adam Cole lost here. I'm going to go Adam Cole. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Vac first on this one. Well, um, I mentioned before, like, yeah, Pat McAfee is obviously a pro wrestling fan and I think this actually speaks volumes about how we think about Adam Cole. The fact that, like, okay, we're going to let you kind of carry this, like, you know, this feudal bit with a non-wrestler. I mean, and Pat McAfee's a big enough guy size-wise where he looks like he could be a threat to somebody like Adam Cole, you know, who typically, you know, great wrestler or whatever, but, you know, not like a bouncer at a club kind of like kind of guy. You know what I mean? Pat McAfee might be a little bit more of like that. But he's been a little bit more of that cocky persona, which I like, bragging about the fact that, hey, I've made millions of dollars in all these different businesses. You know what? I'm just going to give pro wrestling a shot and say, hey, I'm going to be a success there. But I do kind of, going back to the mid-90s, I do kind of have that whole feel where uh, he's got undisputed error with him, Adam Cole. And Pat McAfee's got, like, his own all-pro team. Like, yeah. Lawrence Taylor had against Bam Bam Bigelow. Going okay. to go back to, like, okay. that. Bam Bam Bigelow, Jersey, rest in peace. Anyway. But, um, I don't know. I can't really see Adam Cole losing this unless they're going to have some sort of big eight-man tag between, like, some sort of, like, former w, uh, NFL players against, like, undisputed error at some kind of thing later mm. down the road. 
But those were like know. unnamed guys with them. There were no one. But they're all ex. I mean, they are former NFL. Oh, players. they were legit. Yes. Oh, not, were. No, like suit, no mega stars. Oh, yes, okay. but guys who have had experience, like Baron Corbin. You know, was on practice squad. I, I honestly thought they might be some up and coming wrestlers. I didn't. I didn't know they're legit NFL guys. Well, they might have some training, but I mean, that's oh, all I know. Okay, but you gotcha. know, they're not going to put Adams Cole to either Raw or SmackDown. When they can keep him in the NXT out of the title picture, and I think you know Triple H. Knows how well Adam Cole's done for it, and as a spokesman, and I think this is kind of like a you know a vote of confidence in him a little bit, hmm. something different, a little bit of a curveball. Yeah, uh, like I, like I said, I haven't. It's hard to predict this, but I'm going to say Adam Cole, and I'll turn yeah. it over to Derek or Steph. What you go? What do you guys take? This Let's match? throw it to Steph. I, I'm really interested on your thoughts in this match. Okay, so I think just like you, it kind of caught me off guard the fact that um, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee were beefing. Because I never pictured Pat McAfee actually being in a feud with anyone because he was just the pre-show guy for like a long time, you know. And for a second, I didn't know who he was because I'm not, you know, up on NFL like that. Wrestling is my sport. Um, so it's just like, you know, once I found out who he was, it's like, okay, well, hi. And... So now him and Adam Cole are fighting and they made it really interesting this past Wednesday when, you know, Pat came with his NFL buddies and of course Adam Cole came with the Undisputed Era and they got in each other's faces. And that promo made me very interested in it simply because Pat doesn't have any prior wrestling experience, you know, up until this point. All he really has is that punt kick he did, you know, and I'm just wondering how he's going to fare up to someone like Adam Cole who has... So much wrestling experience over years and years, and then with diverse, you know, promotions as well. So I'm just kind of like, how is this going to go? But I'm interested in it just because I want to see Pat McAfee just, you know, just get kicked. And so he can just hush because sometimes he can just come off as someone who's, you know, a butthole and then he pretends like he isn't kind of which is how it started. Right. So I'm definitely, you know gonna go with adam cole as the winner but i still feel like maybe there might be some type of shady stuff going on maybe underneath with pat mcafee i don't know but i, I predict adam cole simply because he's adam cole hey, babe. <laughs> very well very well said step like i said stellar debut and keeping it positive i like it um derek you and i man like you know we we always hit it off we always get along but i always feel like we're on very different pages when it comes to predictions and stuff are you going adam cole as well you got a curveball for us oh man look at that see you you think of, i i'll tell you this is probably the hardest match that i had to pick from here um just like you said i didn't think it made sense from the beginning but you know when you start to to dwell deeper into it uh adam cole and uh, Pat McAfee are actually friends, you know, to break kayfabe for a little bit. <laughs> so if Pat is going to get into wrestling, who better than to get into wrestling with than your buddy, who's your friend, who you talk to all the time, Adam Cole. Um, when we talk about experience, like Stephanie just said, um, I'll tell you what, a kick in the balls from an all-pro punter will beat any experience. <laughs> so that that right there doesn't doesn't matter right there. Um, so, but like in the but when it started, I was like, why Pat McAfee? Like why? Um, you know, this isn't like Bam Bam and Lawrence Teller. Lawrence Teller is a legit threat. He was a beast, man. Pat yeah. McAfee, he's a he's an NFL punter. It's like, come on, man, an NFL punter. <laughs> But um, I'm looking. I'm, I'm like. I'm. I'm trying to see where they're going with their this story. Um, I'm thinking. You know, 
do they let Pat win and do they build up for something down the line? Um, do they just let the story be dead it and Adam Cole wins right here and then that's the end of it? Um, or maybe it builds up to something else. Um, but for me, it just doesn't make sense that Adam Cole doesn't win. But when does when do these guys do anything that makes sense to us ever? But Not I, this year, you know, I, anything can happen. Really. Yeah, it's like it's so confusing. I'm I'm taking Adam Cole on this. I'm taking him reluctantly on this because <laughs> I feel like something's gonna happen. Either someone's gonna interfere, someone's gonna cause a distraction, and I can see Pat just like low blowing him or kicking him in the head and winning the match that way as well. But if I got to put my money on it, I'm going to go with Adam Cole on this one. So we got the flush again on this one. Love it. Deep Flav taking it home and looking at it from all angles, man. I appreciate it. Um, back, bring us into this one, because you told me about that this morning, the tag oh. triple threat. Yeah. Who's in this match? Okay. They made like a uh, last-minute triple threat tag match for the number one contendership. It's going to be uh, Elgato Del Fantasma. Uh, Raul, Mend- Raul, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild, excuse me, yes. against Brizongo and against, you know, the hardest working tag team who don't get credit, only working in Danny Burke. And this is, yeah, this is, all right, I guess we'll lead off then. Thank you. Uh, listen, if I had to say who deserves it, definitely Burch and Warkin. I mean, we've seen them put on such great matches against teams and constantly, like, someone else gets the Duke. Uh, we saw that great four-way ladder match when Street Profits won uh, last year. Uh, Brizongo, I like this new serious attitude. They did the fashion police. Now they're kind of getting a little bit more like with focusing more on teamwork. But they're really building up this cruiserweight stable with uh, what's his name, Santos Escobar, Is that the cruiserweight champ. I forget the former El yeah. Hijo. Yeah, they're building them up. They haven't lost. They just won another six man on uh, NXT the other night. I can see them getting this out and then facing Imperium later on. I got I got a feeling it's going to be that way. They could squeak it out. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I would. I'm rooting. My heart's rooting for Birch and Warkin, but I got a feeling. Phantasma, uh, uh, got the Phantasma. Yeah, yeah. That, no, thank you for doing that, man. I always I always butcher like the the names and the quotes and all that. That's well, I don't have that really flair to it. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, rolled R's. Um, I had rolled R's, but yes. um. I'm I'm not gonna copy and paste. I think that's a really solid answer, Beck. But I'll go. You know, these triple threats. Like when people lose, it doesn't hurt them as much. So I will go. Like now's the time for um, Birch and and Orny Loken Lorkin. So I know right? nice it's a mouthful, man. That's why I had you bring it in, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I wouldn't even say the safe bet. A little bit of a curveball here. So this is a tough one, guys. Uh, let's throw it to Deflate. What do you got on this one? All right, you you are right. I I do think this is a tough one, but you know me, I like to break things down piece by piece. So <laughs> yes. Brizongo, those guys, they had their shot, they lost. So I, I automatically eliminated those guys. Uh, Legado del Fantasma. First of all, this match has the hardest names ever in the world, all combined <laughs> in one. <laughs> it's like, why are there so many difficult names in this match? <laughs> but those guys, I, I, I love those guys. I think they're amazing. Uh, I think they're too new. Now, you can either say, hey, they're the new guys that they're going to push. Or you can say, hey, they're the new guys that, uh, that aren't going to get their chance yet, but they'll get it later down the line. I'm going to go with they're going to get it later down the line. I don't think they're getting that push right now. 
Um, as a group, those guys are all solid, and I think they're they're doing something great with the three of those guys. Um, but these guys, I don't see them winning and going to face Imperium for the tag team titles. Um, Danny Birch and uh, Oni, those guys, like you said, they deserve that match. Those guys, this is this has been a long time coming for these guys. And just think about how great a match that's going to be when these guys go in there with Imperium for the tag team titles. It makes this is the only clear route for me that makes sense. That's going to lead to an amazing match, and I'm looking forward to it. Oni Birch win it, and they're the number one contenders for sure. I like that. Wow, man, put a bow on it. Great job. Derek, and pronouncing all the names flawlessly, so bonus points for you right there. Again, I need to get this around the world. Who are the Imperium members? Can you see them? Who are they? Uh, Don't even say those names. Uh, Well, yeah, but the tag champs are actually, it's not Wolf. I'll give you a hint to see the other one. No, no, um, Fabian Eichner. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I know this. It's a rhyming name. Steph, you might know it. (laughs) Del Bartel. well basically for me um just finding out this match is taking place i think it's good um see i feel like oni lorkin and danny birch would be the better tag team in terms of their ability and in terms of just the eye feats that we will get from watching them and imperium go up against each other and as much as I love the run of Legado del Fantasma, um, I love them. Um, it's just like Derek, I believe that maybe it's not their time yet specifically for the tag titles. You know, like maybe they'll build them up towards that. And because it's not like they truly need the tag titles at this point because they already look like super strong as a faction with Santos Escobar. So I would see, even though Brizongo have had their chance. I want them to have another opportunity to sh- to prove themselves worthy of having an opportunity to go for the tag titles simply because we love them, you know, for what they give us with their character work, but we really we rarely if ever appreciate them for their wrestling work either. And it's just kind of like I want them to be able to prove themselves as wrestlers and not just funny characters. You know, they give us life with all their fashion and all the goofy stuff that they do, which is great. But they're really good wrestlers too. And I want them to have a chance to really prove themselves. Because really, when was the last time we ever saw either one of them with a title? It's probably like individually or even collectively. So I want, I would predict maybe Brizongo. Like that's who I'm going with. Nice. Very well said. You guys are killing it. You put a lot of thought into this. Very well said. And great job on the pronunciations. You guys yes. uh, killed me on that. So really great job. Round of applause on that one. Um, so I'll ask you guys this just real quick. Do we think uh, it's going to be Lee versus Karrion Cross closing this one out? Or do we think it's going to be the ladder match closing this one out? Uh, I think it's going to be the ladder match, Mike. I'm going to go Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. Derek? I think it's Lee and Cross too. Steph? Yeah. Lee and Cross as well. Oh, so I'm so I'm alone on that. All right, then we'll do that one last. I'm alone, I think. So let's throw it to the ladder match. Actually, this is a nice segue. As Steph and Derek both said, we're talking about, you know, NXT kind of looking at this next tier of superstars, you know, chronologically. Um, you know, you have your Garganos, your Coles, your Chompas that are kind of doing other things where we're seeing more of this next class, if you will, step into the title picture a little bit more. So this ladder match, the participants are very 
interesting to me. Mike, uh, who we got? Gargano. We got Gargano. We got Damian Priest. Cameron Grimes. No, no, you got the I'll Cameron Grimes. Baby. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Velveteen Dream and uh, who else? Uh, uh, the, or Bronson. Bronson. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. So uh, it's a really interesting matchup. Like we always say here, I think it's going to be another one of those the real winners, the fans. I'm going to do everything I can not to go on my Johnny Gargano. Shouldn't be a heel rant. You've heard that on every other show, uh, and you'll see that on my Twitter feed coming up. But um, Man, this is a tricky one. We have five people to pick from. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw a six at us going into the match. Let's start with Derek on this one. This is a tough one. This this is a very tough one. This this is, is super tough. So, you know, we got to go process of elimination. But that's why you might That's how you do it. Let's start let's start first with this. No one will look weak losing in a ladder match. That's, That's the first most important thing that we need to talk about right there. That's number one. Uh, Johnny Gargano, yes, we all hate him being a hill, Rob. I'll say it for you. <laughs> Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, those guys do not need this title at all. I do not believe them. First of all, Johnny doesn't need it. He's good without it. Velveteen Dream, if he wins this title, WWE will have a uh, a crap load of PR issues if Velveteen wins this title. So Amy. those two, I eliminate off of, off right off the bat. Um, Bronson Reed, um, he's he's great. Uh, you know that up and coming young talent that NXT has. Um, the thing with him, he's he's the biggest guy in this match. So what I think is going to happen? Everybody teams up on him and they get him out. So he's eliminated. That's process of elimination right there. He he gets beat <laughs> up by everybody. Um, or, or I can see him doing something crazy, jumping off of something that he's not supposed to jump off of, and he just gets eliminated that way. Um, so that brings me to Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes. This is this is tough. I think the the clear answer would be, hey, we give this to Damian Priest. Um, for me, everybody hates Cameron Grimes so much. And when people hate you, that is so much like that's a that's a big thing. That's as good as being getting the pops, man. So I'm gonna pick a winner. You guys might not agree with me, but Cameron Grimes is gonna win this, and he's taking the NXT North America to the moon, baby. <laughs> it's all his. He's winning it. He's winning it. Wow, you're so right, though, dude. Like, I can hardly argue that. I am all about the process of elimination. Uh, copy and paste for the most part. Take Velveteen Johnny out of the winner's circle here. They don't need another title run. That's not what NXT is about. I'd be happy to see Johnny win it again, but not here. Not this way, as they say. Uh, I, I love what you're saying about Bronson Reed. It makes total sense. I didn't even think about that. Take him out. So now it comes down to between uh, Damian Priest and... Cameron Grimes, baby. There it is. Um, <laughs> my top hat. Yeah, you can wear a top hat from now on. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> man, that's tough. I was going to go Damian Priest because, you know, he's kind of been on the back burner a little bit. But, man, you're swaying me, Derek. Like, everything you said checks out. He talks about taking it to the moon. Right before the fans, I remember him coming out and getting so much heat. Uh, Cameron Grimes could not get his promo out. Like, I mean, he could get it out, but, like, he couldn't get a word in. Because the crowd was just all over him. Uh, I'm going to let you guys. I'm going to let you guys kind of help me out here. Steph, your thoughts. Yeah. 
Okay, so I agree with Derek with the idea of Johnny Gargano and Velveteen Dream being eliminated because they've had multiple opportunities at different titles, and he's right. If Velveteen Dream were to win this, it would be hell on earth, um, but that's another <laughs> subject. Um, but um, in terms of Johnny, he really doesn't need it right now, and I don't like him being healed either. He's a teddy bear. Um, and... <laughs> He's a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear. I, I miss teddy bear Johnny. But anyway, um, they both are kind of eliminated out of it. But I'm pretty sure they're going to still put up a good fight for it, you know, regardless. Because they're just good like that. Um, in terms of Damian Priest, I would love to see him win. Because it's like you said, um, Rob, he has been on the back burner. Like, he's been sort of, like, winning stuff. He's It's like he, he'll have, like, a little bit of momentum. But then he'll get knocked back down by, like, the bigger person or something who's meant to go for you know, over in that moment. And I would love for him to win because he has so much, he just has something that's oozing from him and I can't explain what it is, but there's just something about him that deserves more time and more investment. So I, so I feel like if you put a championship on him, it would give them more time to invest something in him. But then there's also Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes who are like the two hungriest people in the match. Cause they've never had really an opportunity like this before. And I love Bronson Reed and everything that he brings, but I can't stand Cameron Grimes, him and his crazy self. I, I can't stand him. And so I think my pick would probably just be Damian Priest because he's just he's just the choice for me because I just feel like he deserves more of an opportunity to show more what of what he has, you know, to give as a star. That's very, very well said. And that's where I was going. I was going Damian Priest, too. And I'm not even, like, a huge Damian Priest guy. I actually wanted more from him and more of him. You know, obviously, doing a lot of his punishment on the indies. But I, I had the same mindset. But, Derek, you're kind of swaying me here. And, by the way, that's the sound bite for the episode, by the way. Johnny is a teddy bear. I love that. Um, <laughs> you, you heard fact, what she says, right? You're, you're right. You, See, you, you heard, you heard what she said. read automatically teddy bear. You know, he is a cute guy. And I think... All right, but um, I'll go with you guys. Definitely as far as Velveteen Dream, PR Nightmare. So actually shocked he's even in the match. Tony Gargano, look, give me another notch on his belt. First ever Triple Crown. He'd be the, be the first ever two-time North American champion. Healer face, the guy can do no wrong. He puts on great matches with anybody. I like his role now. It's like, kind of like the AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan, like solid worker. Doesn't matter what, if he's face or heel. He'll have great matches with anybody. You know, Harden's. All heart, no soul, as we said. That's clever. But, you know, Gargano could be something where, hey, guess what? I'm being all cocky. And then all four guys say, you know what? You're annoying. Get out of here. Take out Johnny Gargano. So it gives him another excuse to bitch and complain. It took four guys to hold me back. But anyway, I see that. Bronson, I really like him. I like his story. I love him hold it down for the bigger, beefier dudes like Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. He's got a lot of ability. I think, though, he's going to be chasing the North American Championship for the rest of the year. I don't think he's going to win it this time. So oh, it comes yeah. down to Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes. Baby. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Which is really Adam Cole's thing. It yeah. is, but yeah. he just, you know, he looks scuzzier and he yeah. somehow pulls it off. But Damian yeah. Priest, he's solid. He had a great match with Finn Bauer uh, a few months ago. And, uh, but I don't know. Cameron Grimes is one of those guys who you know is just going to sneak in the back door at the end and come back and pull that belt down at the end. And he's just going to get more annoying and irritating. And people are going to want to see him knock off. He's one of those guys who's going to sneak out, slither all the way out of all his matches, even though he's very solid. He's a very solid – well, he's trained by the Hardys. You should already know about that. I'm just having a tough time in my head picking. He, listen, 
He's irritating. Even the even the uh, interviewers backstage can't stand when they roll their eyes. That just marks like you know the fact that his character. You know what? You're paying to see him get beat up. So eventually, people are going to wait to see who's going to chase him. Maybe Bronson Reed's the one who eventually dethrones him. But I'm going to say Cameron Grimes to the moon and back or wherever else he's going to be walking out of the North American Championship. Oh, thank you. I'm a man. You guys are really slamming me on this one. Uh, and it makes total sense. You know, it's like chess. You got to think a couple moves ahead. Um, it makes sense for Grimes to win it just to get more of the hate. Um, but we love to see him lose. We love to see him, you know, get the hate. I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go with my gut. My original. I'm going with Steph. I'm gonna go with Damian Priest on this one. Uh, so okay. it's it's even right there. We'll we'll see what happens, guys. And usually I'm wrong. Let's so we'll see what happens. But let's take it home uh, with this one again. Short, you know, short card, but Takeover always delivers. Uh, I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. Maybe this will be in the Thunderdome. Uh, I'm still not sure. Yeah, who, who they knows? They said they're trying out SmackDown tomorrow, but I mean, we'll see. But yeah, and I heard there were some issues with like, like I did try to like register and stuff. It was all full, but I know they did a test run today for some um, fans, and I heard it didn't go. I mean, I just saw a couple of tweets. I heard it didn't go fantastic. So. Well, we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, I digress. Let's go into the NXT Championship match. So happy to see Keith Lee as champion. I think that was one of the most, like, genuine moments I've seen in wrestling. Definitely in a few memories this year. In, yeah. in a crappy year, that was definitely one of the best, like, rest, pure wrestling moments to see. It was. As a fan. And and yeah. I knew, I apparently was spoiled, but I didn't know anything going into it. Like, I, I really thought Adam Cole was going to retain. And I was just so happy. And him holding both belts and then... Obviously saying, hey, I want the North American title to be, you know, defended amongst, you know, up-and-comers and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. So nothing but love for Keith Lee. And then him going into this feud with Karrion Cross that kind of started between Cross and Cole. You remember uh, Scarlett bringing the hourglass up to Cole initially. Um, that's how it started, but that kind of fizzled out. Again, you know, everything's just kind of rewrites and who knows what's going on. But this is a cool feud. I'm very interested in this match. I don't see a solid ending here for this one. I think they are literally building Karrion Cross, who is a fantastic uh, wrestler. You guys know, um, obviously from the Indies, Killer Cross and uh, Impact and all that kind of stuff. But uh, he has just been amazing, a force to be reckoned with. The first time he had that entrance on NXT, perfection that entrance, and that's with no crowd reaction, like other than us watching at home. Like that's saying something with no feedback from the live crowd. Um, he's he's great in the ring. He's he's beat up a couple of my friends on the indies, and I, I still got nothing but love for him. Um, he respects the art. He respects the business. Uh, very active on social media. I'm high on both these guys, and they are building him. I, I don't want to make that Brock Lesnar comparison right away, but didn't he even use the F five recently? He did like, like a reverse kind of version. He like swung him around, but then like flipped him a different way. F5. But yeah, he's definitely coming up as like that un unstoppable monster, like impervious to pain kind of guy. You saw. His match with Champa, he barely like yeah, flinched. and that's and, saying something. So why take your foot off the gas here? And I would hate to see Keith Lee have a short run though. I don't see this having a decisive ending. I that's why I don't think it's going to be the last match. I think the ladder match is but but the ladder match is last. And then you Cameron get more stuff for Cameron Grimes to brag about. I won the main event. No, you know? I can't. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm again conflicted in this one. I, I, if it was anyone else, I would say Lee would retain here. But is if I have to pick a winner, 
I think it has to be crossed because why take your foot off the gas if you're building him this much, you know? Um, and Or maybe – I just don't think they're being a solid ending. That's my gut. I think this is part one of the feud. I think the next match is going to have a stipulation. That's my gut. If I have to pick a winner – I hate to do it, but I, I got to go carrying cross because he's just been that unstoppable force. Like you said, he made quick uh, work of Ciampa. Let's throw it to Stephanie. I'm sorry for my rant. <laughs> um, you know, I never thought about there being like an alternate ending to it in terms of, you know, it just not ending like with definite win. So I, that gives me something else to think about and to consider going in. But I'm going to go with Keith Lee because I love him and because (laughs) and simply because of the fact that I just feel like he's worked so hard, you know, to get to this point to become NXT champion, you know, and for him to just up and lose all of a sudden, you know, to Karrion Cross, who has had an amazing run, I will say Um, him and Scarlett together. Like his, you know, ruthlessness and her mysteriousness and their entrance is just, it's money. Like it's beautiful. But at the same time, I just don't feel like it's his time just yet. But maybe I'm just saying that because I just want Keith to win. I know, right? It's, it's a really hard, you know, it's a hard choice to make. But honestly, you know, I've, I'm choosing Keith Lee all the way because he's he's limitless. He's the champion. He's the guy, you know, he's going to give him probably the best fight, you know, that he's had, honestly. So I'm choosing Keith Lee. I like that choice. It was so hard for me not to say Keith Lee. It just, again, my gut is there is a, it's a no contest here in some form or fashion, but, and Keith Lee can't lose it this soon. Oh man, I'm all over the place with this one. Vac, uh, what do you got? Um, if Keith Lee's going to retain, it's going to be like some sort of roll-up pin out of nowhere, and then Karrion Cross is going to just unload on him afterwards, and then you're going to get some kind of crazy ending where he does some kind of black magic key kind of thing, boom, and it hurts him even more. That's and, he gets continue, and then he continues the feud for probably some sort of gimmick match at, you know, at the next event. But look, the whole fireball thing in the face, they're trying to make Keith Lee go into this less than 100%, you know, and... Look, you can't have Karrion Cross lose, at least, I don't even, you can't have him lose this soon. And him beating Keith Lee at less than 100% doesn't make Keith Lee look that weak. Even though I'm annoyed, because I want Keith Lee to hold the belt for a while. I love him, and he, he's so great. You know, so awesome for a guy his size doing what he's doing. Or true poncho. Yeah, what is that? Oh Come on. Amazing. But they're building Karrion Cross up to be this monster wrecking ball, and I just see him... Choking him out till he's unconscious, and I see Karen Cross coming out. Really? Yeah, I do. I well, look, they're both look. Bobby Roode came in and he won the NXT Championship. Kevin Owens back in the day did too, so he was like, you know, obviously guys tore through everybody heels, big time heels, and they won. And Karen Cross has zero L's. Nope, not one, not one. Tore through Chomp in five minutes, uh, and uh, everyone else was a Dajakovic and. Then he had a great match with Danny Birch a few weeks ago. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. A pretty good little mm-hmm. solid seven-minute match. And Danny Birch got some offense and actually made him win some, just a little bit. But still, Karrion Cross gets the win. But, oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Karrion Cross. I mean, another indie veteran. So it wouldn't be – people are going to say he doesn't deserve it. So, yeah, I see him coming back and having that awesome intro again with the NXT Championship next time. 
I'm, I'm going to, after what you said, you, we didn't talk really too much about that supernatural element, the fireball and stuff like that. I'm going to double down right now on my no contest thing. I think if this is the way the pay-per-view ends, it's going to end in some sort of flame or fire or like something mystical happening. That's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And both, you know, like Harry and Cross and Scarlett are just nowhere to be found. And Keith Lee's just like lying down and what happened? And it just kind of fades out and like that awkward kind of like supernatural something big happened, but there was no winner. I think that's the end of it. Some shocking, big theatrical pyro. Uh, they can get sin again. Like I, I don't want too much cinematic stuff, but they can <laughs> use that to their advantage, which I'm glad, you know, that outside the box thinking right now, Hey, we have no audience. We can do a lot of stuff in post-production. So I do see something like that there. We saw the fireball. I think that was a little uh, foreshadow. So I'm going to double down on my no contest. Derek, take us home. All right. Uh, this this whole card is only five matches, but it's so hard to think about who's going to win all these matches, man. Um, you know, like, I think neither one of these guys should lose, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think if if... I'm thinking about it. You know, Keith Lee, he just won the title. Um, they built up for this with Keith Lee. He, you know, he had, just like you guys said, that great moment where he won both titles. So now it's like, hey, it's first title defense. Let's be like, well, not first, but first big title defense. We're just like, hey, whatever, just let's give it to Karrion Cross. At the same time, Karrion Cross has been running through everybody. And now it's like, do you make this guy look weak by losing? So... It's it's so tough to pick a clear winner. I think something does happen that it is like either a no contest or these guys are just uh just so crazy and so violent that something happens. They go through a screen or something, <laughs> just something where they go through a stage or a, the, the ring or it's gonna be something crazy that happens that leads to a no contest. Um if I have to pick a winner, I will say Keith Lee. Do I think there's going to be a winner? No. Keith Lee will leave with the title either way, I believe. Um, the only way I can see uh, Keith Lee losing is that Vince has such on that he just needs him on Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> and he said, hey, hey you got to make him lose the title, and I need him on Raw or SmackDown right now. That's the only way I see this happening. But I think with these guys, you could get a solid two to three matches out of them. Uh, maybe no contest. Uh, Keith Lee wins the second. Third, Karrion Cross wins. And then you can send Keith Lee on his way up to the big leagues if you're going to work it out that way. But I think something's crazy is going to happen. And, and that's that's the way it, it, it will end. Keith Lee, he leaves with the title regardless. Yeah, I, I definitely have been doubling down on that, that like crazy moment. Keith Lee does leave with the title, um, you know, no championship change, something crazy. I like what you're saying, though, about going through like the stage or the set or the ring or yeah. something like that. I definitely see that. We're going to get creative here. And maybe it'll be uh, in this, this Thunderdome. We'll, we'll see what happens on SmackDown tomorrow if it happens. But, guys, before we get out of here, and thank you all for a few minutes of your time. Uh, it's good to see all your beautiful faces and talk to you about wrestling. We love doing it here from our second episode here in the Bob Cave. What do you think? You like it in here? That's pretty nice. Oh, cozy spot. Cozy pretty spot. Good, yeah. And you guys, you know, once the world is back to normal, the new normal, whatever it is, you guys are all very welcome to come do a live show here. Can't wait to see you all. And uh, before we get out of here, let's do a little bit of shameless promo, as we always do here. Uh, Derek, tell everyone about Wrestling IQ 101 and the new show you got going on with your great uh, producer, I believe it's Bruce. 
Bruce the producer. That's right. Um, yeah, Wrestling IQ 101. Um, you guys know me and my partner, Andrew Pace. Um, we've interviewed a list of who's who's, and hopefully uh, once things simmer down, we can kind of add on to that list. Um, at Wrestling IQ 101 on Instagram, Twitter, uh, iTunes, YouTube, all that. Facebook. Um, you can also follow the news, like all of them, right? <laughs> you, can put, you can also follow my new uh, solo show that I'm doing, uh, the Rap and Wrestle podcast, um, combining the worlds of rap and combining the world of wrestling into one since they're so intertwined and um, they have an influence on each other. Um, I created that. You can follow uh, at Rap and Wrestle on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. Uh, on iTunes, on YouTube, at Rap and Wrestle. You can search, uh, it'll pop up. And we got a lot of great things coming up for both shows. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. And get those shirts, T-Public, tpublic.com backslash WrestlingIQ101. You can get all the great designs that we put together. And that's it. Love it. Love it, man. And thank you for coming on, man. Always a pleasure. And I do have my blue uh, Wrestling IQ 101 shirt, and it looks awesome. Although I dig the red, man. It, it looks fantastic. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Wolfpack. You all end up Wolfpack. There the Wolfpack, yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah you guys have the Cactus Jack one. I forgot about oh, that. That's, that's cool. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, the great, great merch and, you know, great show from our you know our friends Derek and of course Andrew. Uh, we'll have him back on soon. But guys, you got to check out this show. Um, she's been killing it lately. Does a great job. That's a hardy wrestling podcast. Steph, tell us a little bit about your show. Well, I'm the host of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, or as I like to say in the intro, the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Um, <laughs> I like to discuss news and gossip ish on my show, and basically everything that's trending on social media about wrestling, even wrestling in pop culture, wrestling in sports, whatever that applies to wrestling, I discuss it. I have different stories from my different fan experiences and also interviews. I have an interview coming up with Big Smooth, who is an independent wrestler from Birmingham, Alabama, which is where I'm from. Whoop, whoop. And, <laughs> and I also talk about um, the weekly recaps of all the different shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and sometimes even AEW thrown in there a couple of times. So if you want to listen to the show, follow me on Instagram. Well, you can listen to it on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can follow me on Instagram at Hardy Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter at Hardy WrestlePod and on Facebook with at Hardy Wrestling Podcast as well. So follow me, listen to me, you know, get your chill, positive and passionate vibes on my show. <laughs> awesome. It's a great show. Everyone check it out. And Stephanie, Derek, guys, thank you so much for being here. Back, even though it was a short walkover, so uh, good to see you here, man. No, it's just a chance so, to get away. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. All right, guys, we'll wrap it up here. As always, I say here on the BCP, stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We're out. Peace. Peace.